Thank you for joining me, Pastor Zach Williams, for another installment of New Horizons, the daily podcast and radio ministry of the Flat Creek Baptist Church here in Gainesville, Georgia. It is always my greatest joy to be able to join you during this time and just dive deep into God's Word together. If you would like more information about Flat Creek Baptist Church, I would encourage you to go to our website, flatcreekchurch.net. You will be able to find information about us, including service times and how you can connect with us as a church so that we might come and walk alongside of you in your journey of faith. Today, I want us to journey once again back to the book of Mark and continue walking through this power packed gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. You know, friends, I love the gospels. I love the book of Mark. As I told you when we, when we began walking through this months ago, uh, that this is just a, a brief summary of the life of Jesus, but boy, it packs a powerful punch. And today we're going to see uh, just one of these amazing moments in the life of Jesus as he walks on the water. The last time we joined together, Uh, In the book of Mark, we saw Jesus feed the 5,000. That moment where Jesus, with just two fish and five loaves, feeds 5,000 people. 12 baskets left over. And I always love how people, you know, we always tried to to kind of embellish the miracle a little bit. We'll say, well, well, you know, women and children, there could have been 15, 20,000. And sure, there could have been. But the Bible tells us there were 5,000 men. And two fish and five loaves, friends, 5,000 men, it's just as much of a miracle if you fed 20,000 with that many or if you fed 5,000 with that many. It's an amazing miracle what Jesus did that day. Well, it's on the back side of that miracle uh, that John tells us uh, that they came and they, they wanted to take Jesus and make him the Messiah. Uh, John teaches us that immediately they, they're heralding him as, as, the, as the promised one that comes in the, uh, to be the greater prophet than Moses. And, and he's the one we want to be our king. And, and Jesus, John tells us, puts the disciples in a boat, sends them to the other side of the sea, and dismisses the crowds. And this is where we pick up in verse 45 of the book of Mark. I want you to listen. It says, immediately... He made his disciples get into the boat and go ahead of him to the other side of the sea to Bethsaida while he dismissed the crowd. So the disciples are now on a boat and they're going across the water. The crowd is, is, is now being dismissed by Jesus. Uh, some, some places we even see uh, that, that Jesus, uh, you know, he, he gets away from the crowd here. You know, it's, it's really kind of a startling thing. You would think that if he wants to be the Messiah, now is the time to, to move to be the Messiah. Now, when I say if he wants to be, I mean a physical, earthly Messiah because he's got an army now. He, he's got 5,000 men standing behind him, ready to go to war with him, ready to overthrow the Romans. So if he's an earthly king, this is the moment. But instead, Jesus dismisses them. And the Bible says, verse 46, after he said goodbye to them, he went to the mountain to pray. Friends, can I tell you that that sometimes in the ministry, we will give and we will give and we will give. And it's very easy to get caught up in the next endeavor and the next big thing. And if we're not careful, we can get ourselves burned out. But what does Jesus do? After a long, hard, arduous day of ministry, 
The disciples are now on a boat. The crowds have been dismissed. And before Jesus just gets into the next thing, he retreats and he begins to pray. You and I would both do well to have a deeper prayer life. Friends, I, I know that I'm speaking to somebody today when you would say, that, and even sometimes I would say, you know, I need to pray just a little bit more. Friends, if prayer was important for the person known as Jesus, then prayer is important for me and you. If the Son of God had to pray to the Father, how much more you and I need to be praying to Him to sustain us in everything that we do. So Jesus goes to the mountain to pray. And when evening came, the boat was in the middle of the sea and Jesus was alone on land. He saw them being battered as they rowed because the wind was against them. So Jesus is on the shoreline, they're on the boat, and the Bible says he saw them being battered by the waves, being battered by the wind. Notice that the eyes of the Lord are on those who are his. Can I get an amen? That the eyes of the Lord are always fixed on those who are his. So today, you might feel beaten. You might feel battered. You might feel tossed to and fro. And you might be wondering, does God even see me in the middle of this crazy ocean, this crazy sea, uh, this crazy time of life that I'm in? He sees. The Bible says he saw them being battered and beaten. And at three in the morning, friends, friends, science tells us that the darkest part of the night is that time between three and four in the morning. That's, that's the darkest part of any night. And so it says that the darkest moment of the night in the middle of a raging sea, being beaten and tossed to and fro, that the Bible says he came toward them walking on the sea and wanted to pass by them. So, so Jesus, he's making his way on to Bethsaida. He's, he's headed to where they are. He's just going to go right on. Now, now think about that, friends. This is not a normal occurrence. You, you don't just walk on water. And you remember in John 6, you know, John 6 says that they said, this is a prophet like unto Moses. And so what they, you know, they, they, they are wanting him to be the Messiah. And they're saying he's going to be, he's like unto Moses. Well, let me remind you that Moses, through the power of God, put a staff out on the sea and the sea opened up and all the children of Israel passed through. The Lord Jesus doesn't need the sea to open for him. He just steps on top of it and just walks right across. That's a good word, friends. He's greater than Moses. Jesus walks on the water. They thought it was a ghost. You and I would have thought the same thing. They cry out because they saw him and were terrified. And immediately Jesus says, have courage. It is I. Do not be afraid. And friends, some of you today, you're being beaten and battered and you're wondering where God's at. Just look around. And I promise you that you will find Jesus somewhere in that storm with you. And Jesus, somewhere in the midst of all the trouble, somewhere in the midst of all the strife, you'll see him there. Uh, what you think is a terrible storm, what you think is a storm-tossed storm sea, he just walks right on top of it. And he just meets you right where you are, and he's looking at you today, and he's saying, have courage. Don't be afraid. It's me. It's Jesus. I'm your Savior. Why are you afraid? Why are you discouraged? Why are you full of fear? 
is me. It's Jesus. Here I am. And it says, they, he got in the boat with them and the wind ceased and they were astounded because they had not understood about the loaves. Instead, their hearts were hardened. Isn't that kind of an amazing line there? It says they didn't understand about the loaves because their hearts were hardened. Most commentators say that at this moment, the disciples had seen so many miracles by Jesus that when they saw the loaves and the fishes, they weren't quite impressed, as impressed as everybody else. By this time, they had saw the demons cast out. They had saw Jairus' daughter raised from the dead. They had saw a woman be healed just by touching the hem of his garment. They had saw Jesus even calm the raging storm of the sea. And so it says when they saw the feeding of the 5,000, they, they, it, it didn't even register. They just kind of had become gospel-hardened but because they had seen these things so many times. But this... When Jesus walks on the water, it, it makes them amazed once again. This is more than a man. Let us not forget who it is that we are following. And may we not forget today, this is the same Lord Jesus who lives in the church and lives in the heart of the believer. May we stand in awe of him today. May God bless you. And I look forward to seeing you next time on New Horizons.